0: It says like this. So now we have to we we explained, we went, we went on this uh discussion, right, on how um oh wait 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 we, we didn't do we didn't do one more point. It's been so long since we had a class, right? It's been so like five days, like three, days. Right? Okay. Avar Al uh v'isus. the page of four. Yeah? Okay, so we said basically two points with regards to Mitzvah Se'ase, Mitzvah However, there's one more point that we have to deal with. The point is, is what about if a person does something, right, is Ayyver and Avera, that the punishment for it is either kairis, which means that the soul is cut off, or Mitzvah Se'es right? That the person is sentenced to death by... Uh, not by, I mean, by basing. So, this is a little bit more of a serious situation. This is more serious than what we were talking about before. Somebody sins and this is where they're at what? Somebody sins and this is where yeah, they're so working. someone sins, but sins, not just a regular sinning, you know, every sin is obviously terrible, but this one is like it's carrying with it a heavy weight, basically. So, he says like this. <laughs> so, he uses a very interesting word here because He's now adding, this is the third uh, level of this b'risa, third point in this b'risa, that here what he's saying is that it's not enough that it's just uh the mitzvah where we say that, what did we say? We said that a person does tshuva, and, and Hashem is mechlem right away, right? We said the enyana of a mitzvah say that he does tshuva, and then Hashem right on Yom Kippur is mechlem completely. Because it takes Yom Kippur to get. Here we're adding a third point. What about if a person does something so bad that the punishment for which is literally death? So he says now it's not enough just Tshuva, Or and it's not enough just Yom Kippur. But now he says it's on a different point. Yisurim and Markin. Which means like this. Yisurim means all different types of suffering that a person has to go through. Markin means Literally, it like sort of polishes it, it cleans him off. Peirish, what is it, what does he mean by this? That by this suffering that he's experiencing, that is going to complete, so to speak, the kapara, the atonement, getting him back to the regular. So it's the idea of a language of polishing or cleaning, like to, to refine, to polish the soul. Because what is really the idea, the word of kapara? Kapara, that we've been using this word constantly, the idea of atonement, is like the idea of wiping something off. Like taking a cloth and wiping off all the dirt. So that's what we're saying here. That the soul, right, the soul needs atonement. The soul needs to be totally cleaned off. So in the other ways, right, we, he, nothing really happened to him. Here he's saying it's, he's caused so much dirt to apply to his soul that we need a way that God forbid it has to be cleaned up. So what's the way that it's cleaned up? Yisurim. Like Prakadi remembers me with the shave, shave. means like a stick, right? His sins and his blemishes of of the of of the sins. So that was the end of the Brightsah. The truth is there's one more point in the Brahsa, but it doesn't bring it here. But so these are the three three points that he's talking about. Number one, say, Mrs. Ly say, and uh the suffering that occurs if God forbid a person did some sort of a vera that was carrying with a serious a serious, um, serious uh, call it a serious punishment. And that's just some sort of suffering in like life or? Yes, yes. So we know that, God forbid, after a person's 120, right, so he, his soul has to go into the upper worlds. And when the soul goes into the upper worlds, it also needs to go through certain suffering, go through Gehenna, go through even before it gets to Gehenna, Kafakela, all these things, in order to refine, in order to purify the soul, in order to get it to the level that it can go into Gan Eden. And not only that, even in Gan Eden itself, it explains that in order to go from one level of Gan to another level of Gan there also has to be a certain amount of refining, polishing, however you want to call it. So the Eibishter is giving, a, is helping out, right, in this world, that in order that he shouldn't have to fix things up in the upper world, he's able to fix it up in this world. So this fixing up is, God forbid, the suffering. So he's giving us also here a a way of approaching something that is so difficult in in everyone's life. I mean, everyone goes through different uh, difficulties, we'll put it like that, in their life at different times. Some are more, some are less. But the person himself feels it 100% when he's going through it. It's not like he, oh, he doesn't feel it. No, when he's feeling it, he's feeling it. So the Rebbe is showing us here from the Braitha in Yuma that this is actually an approach that a person can take. The approach is that, God forbid, a person is going through some sort of difficulty. So, everyone hates this, and we say it every morning when we, when we, when we uh, you know, when in our davening, in our brachas, everything like that, we're asking, or actually at night, when we, um, you know, we say, kriyosh ma that we're asking that it should be polished off, but we shouldn't have to deal with suffering, we shouldn't have to, not, not through yisurim. But if a person is going through whatever he's going through, he could pin it on it. And when he pins it on it, it's worth it. In other words, a person goes to the gym, right? And when a person goes to the gym, all of a sudden he goes and he does all these crazy exercises. and, And they're not really that comfortable, a lot of the exercises. And he feels exhausted. Not just exhausted, but feels the pain right, of the exercise. Feels his muscles are burning up. He feels that. So he asks himself the question: Why in the world is this person doing this to himself? Is he a meshugana? Right. In other words, what what what's going on over here? Why should he uh, you know cause himself so much pain? So, the answer is that he knows that he has a, a goal. There's a purpose to it. There's something that he's he's striving striving for. So if a person knows that they're striving for something, so then all of a sudden, it's like a different story altogether. Then a person is ready to go through a lot of pain, a lot of difficulty, a lot of right? Because he knows he's, he's getting out the other side, like, for instance, a person a soldier that goes through basic training, terrible pain, terrible difficulties. Yet he knows that he wants to be a soldier, he wants to be able to make it to the other side. he wants to be this, you know, this uh, fit fighting machine, you know, this, that's what he wants. So the Alter Rebbe is bringing this here just Lechat uh, and we see it, you know, to be able to give us something to hold on to, that when a person is going through a difficulty, when a person is going through a hardship, it's Hashem's kindness that's giving him this to be able to clear him off, right, uh, in order to uh, take care of, of whatever difficulties or whatever problems that he might have. Now, of course, when you see your friend going through some difficulty, you don't go over to him and say, oh, you know, well, really... It's, it's really for your good. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, don't worry about it. Obviously, that you can't do that. You see someone else going through pain, you feel like, oh my gosh, you know, you want to you wanna take away the pain from that person. But when you're going through your own pain, when you're going through your own difficulty, so then, that's when a person has to apply this information. A person has to try to, to in, uh, you know, integrate it into his life. Now, let's go right there. Yeah. Yeah: Well, it depends on which Vera, right? But the bottom line is Hashem could do anything, right So Hashem, could, Hashem made, the, made the system, he could do whatever he wants with the system. So if he wanted to, he could take it away, right? But the general format is this. So, you know, this is this is—it's like on one hand we want to be polished off because we want to be clean, squeaky clean, right? But on the other hand, we don't want to deal—we really don't want the yisurim. I mean, no one, no one wants yisurim. It's not what we're looking for, right? Uh, so it's this—you know—these two pushes, you know, and pulls going on at the same time. We're pushing and we're pulling at the same time. We want to be clean, but we don't want to deal with the, the suffering. So you know, but this, this is this is this is life. This is what it happens. Okay, let's go further. Now that we had this introduction of different types of kapara and how it happens, right? We have to understand exactly what is <laughs> the union of tshuva. So the Alter Rebbe begins by saying, mitzvah sat tshuva Now, with these words, the Alter is giving us a a, a specific you know a spef- specific, uh, you know, boundary, so to speak, of what is the mitzvah of tshuva. In other words, in in olden days, a lot of times, tshuva was synonymous with the idea of of fasting, fasting, going through yisurim, going through all these different things. That was the idea. A person wants to do tshuva; he's ready to fast, he's ready to go through yisurim, he's going to. The Alter Rebbe says, wait a minute. Now Alter Rebbe says, let's start with the basics of what, is, what are we talking about. A person up until now, all right, was doing a certain Aveira. He's going to do chuva, It means, from now on, I am not doing that Aveira. That's it. I'm finished with this Aveira. Done. Not doing it anymore. Kere'isah be'gemorah Sanhedrin, desanhedrin. Mishvat. Right, we, he brings the source for it, right, over there. In the in the, uh, in the in the in the Shulchan Aruch, da What does it mean? She yigmor belibo, belave shalom, lebal yishuv, oyd lechisla. Right. So, what does he mean? He means that he person establishes in his in his heart. Right. He makes a chalata that he's not going to go back to this kisla. Kisla means kisla means foolishness. What type of foolishness? He's not going to go back to the foolishness of of rebelling against the king. And not just this one, right, right, not this just this one, but also that he's not going to he's not going to transgress on any of the mitzvahs of the king. Is for that specific one or for all So that's an excellent question. So this is the Chiddush here that the Rebbe is saying. The Chiddush here that the Rebbe is saying is that generally speaking, we think that tshuva is I'm not going to do X anymore. A person is uh, specifically driving on Shabbos, let's say. Okay, that's the one, the vera he does in his or, you know? So he decides from now on. I am not doing this Aveira anymore. I've made a hachlat in my heart. I'm not going to go back into this foolishness of driving on Shabbos. That's what we generally think. The Al-Darebbe is making a big Chiddush here. What's the Al-Darebbe's Chiddush? What's the al What's Chiddush? have to pay attention. What's the al is Chiddush? You catching it? you all the words? No? You're also Right. In other words, we're not just focusing on driving on Shabbos. We're so focusing. We're not. We're, not we're, we're focusing on going against the, the king. Going against the king is what tshuva is. In other words, it's it's not just driving on Shabbos, but it's also he's not going to <coughs> wear shotness anymore. Up until now, he's got a geshmak on wearing shotness. Right. That's not tshuva. then. The tshuva is tshuva is not just I'm not going to drive on Chavez Tshuva is I'm not going to be a fool and rebel against the king anymore. That's what tshuva is. So that means so if you I'm don't not it going it to. That's what he's saying. That's a big chiddush that he's saying. And when he's saying say that. Khay, we mean that. Uh, we don't mean that. Khay. We mean like in plural, like. That's what he seems to be saying. That's the chiddush of the Alter That's what the Alter Rebbe is saying here. So you big chiddush. The big chiddish that I was saying here is real tshuva is, is more of not a specific act in terms of this specific deed, but it's more of a general concept. The concept is that, right, it's true, I drove on Chavez, right, let's say, person. But that's not the issue, he's saying. The issue is not what, that I drove on Chavez. The issue is that I rebelled against the king, that there's a king, and the king has rules. And I decided that my rules are more important than the king's rules. So, but then you say, like, okay, well, just, just not driving on Shabbos. It's saying that, oh, well, if you have, like, the, the knowledge to, to, to go with the king on this way, like, you should have enough to do for everything, right? Right, right. Very good. That's right. So, this is a big Kiddush that Altareva is saying here. That what he's saying is that, that if, I'm, if I am doing tshuva, tshuva means not just, okay, obviously, I'm not going to drive on Shabbos anymore. But tshuva is in a sense a mindset. The mindset is that up until now I've been rebelling against the king. Up until now I've been, doing my, I've been running my own program. And now I have to realize I can't run my own program anymore. I don't want to run my own program. Yeah. Is this a difference in opinion with the Rambam or is it explaining something else? Very good, very good. Is it a difference of opinion? We'll go into it. Good question, good question. In other words, it's not that he's going to you know, that that it's not a good thing to say to oneself, okay, I'm not going to drive on Shabbos anymore, even if he does continue to wear Shabbos. Of course, he should do everything that he can. But the way that Alter Rebbe is explaining it here is that the idea is that, that a person has to recognize that what's his issue? His issue is that he has space, right? That there's space there in his heart that's saying that I am in charge that I am setting my own rules, right? So chuva he's saying right away, is that I am not setting my own rules anymore. It's the idea of this precus omal o i am throwing off the yoke of heaven, right? Because I can make up my own rules. What's chuva? Chuva is taking on, right? In other words, in order to get out of the, com- the like we were learning earlier in Tanya, as a getter of being a rasha, a rasha is someone, right, that is, that is going against the king, right, in whatever it is. So tshuva is that, in, that I have to get out of that getter, get out of that whole category, right, that by taking on this akhlata, right, he takes on himself, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to serve the king completely. That's it. That's the idea right so there, there's basically two nakudas here number one there's the ol nakuda that a person is not a fry person fry person means he's not doing whatever comes up into his mind he's the servant of the king that's the number one thing that he has Kabbalahs all, right? He's ready to. He's ready to do every specific, detailed mitzvah that the Ebecher is sending him. And when a person is aiver and avera, he's he's separating himself out, right, from his Olmalchus Shemayim, and and doing the mitzvahs. So when a person does tshuva, he has to take on himself number one is not to rebel against the king. That's the first thing. Right? That's fine. That, that's and number two, is not to, to transgress any of the mitzvahs. This is mitzvah. Are you guys following? So this is the main definition of the idea of tshuva. To return to Hashem with all of his heart with all of his soul. Why does he say La Abdo Kol What's la To serve. So what does he say? Why do you have to both Because you can't do it half halfway either, right? Okay, good. Develop it more. New Hananiye? So you can't only take on half the mitzvahs. Okay, what, which, what what's the difference between Abdo and shaimro? Sh- Sh- I say and Sase, right? So he's, he's drilling home this point here that tshuva means that there is no such thing as saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing tshuva, so therefore I'm only going to do these mitzvahs, but not those mitzvahs. So which ones are tshuva? Abdo means to serve, which is aseh, and shoymer is the idea of guarding, of guarding himself from doing say. That's the real idea of tshuva. How do, you, how do you go from this to go back to live your normal life? That, that is that is your normal life. That has to be your normal life. But I'm thinking, like like our our day to day life, like there's at least mine. There's so there's so many things that I still like. That I just that just I don't that I don't necessarily keep, whether or not I know about it or whatnot. So how do how do you keep, oh don't know about so so yeah, go ahead. I don't think it's the same if you don't know about it. If you like, you're not really necessarily rebelling against it. Too, if you don't know about it. Can't expect say someone who grows up not knowing any Torah to realize, oh, I've been rebelling against the king, and now they're going to keep all the mixers. They can decide from now on, as I'm going to do my like, I'm going to start learning what I'm allowed to do, what I'm not allowed to do, and whatever. I know something, I'm not going to rebel against the king if they don't know the will of the king. If you never heard what the king told you to do. Hundred like, percent. So this is the idea. The idea is it's a mindset. That's, I think, what he's getting at here. The union of tshuva is a mindset that everyone has to constantly be working at. And so that's why it's, tshuva is not just, as we're going to see as we go through the book, tshuva is not like, oh, I, made a, I, did, a, I did something wrong, uh, you know, woe is me, I did this thing wrong, and I have, you know, it's not that, it's, it's, much, it's very different from what we initially thought. And that's what he's trying to bring out here. Tshuva is really more the concept of, like, it's a mindset that that I am not in line with the King. I'm not in line with Hashem. And tshuva means I want to line up with Hashem. That's basically what tshuva is. Tshuva is, let me line myself up with Hashem, right? Let me line myself up with Hashem, and that's that's it. In everything that I know. I mean, obviously, if there's some mitzvah that, you know, as we're in Balachubah, you know, that he's trying, he doesn't know, okay, he doesn't know. But as much as he knows and he's going to continue to learn, he wants to be able to be aligned with Hashem. And that's what it says, Kemoshikazu, Yazov Rasha Darcho, abon The person should, Yazov Rasha the Rashad should go away from Darcho, his Derech, his own Derech, his own way, right? V'ish Avon and Sinni man his maksha his thought process. In other words, he has to change his whole thought process, Shuv, velavaya, and return to Hashem. Right? That the idea is he has to go away from his his derech and recognize that he could go on a different derech. He says, Return to Hashem your God, Ve'shamata, Right to listen to b'kaylo b'chol with all your heart, right? So we see this idea, this this foundation, right? Of the main point of of tshuva is really taking on Kabbalah soul Kabbalah ol That's the etzim the kuda of this whole story more than anything else. Shuva Yisrael adabayel okecha Hashem elacha, and Hashem will return to you. That Hashem says uh, that what we're saying here. It's proving that the tshuva is the idea of what? Not just making like one particular detail, but it's a whole approach to life that I want to return to Hashem. That's the idea. It's clear? It's good? All right, let's stop for here for today.